0: Hello, everybody. Ben Rogers here. The Raptors digest, reacting to some Toronto Raptors rumors that have been going around the league, and it's coming from Detroit. The Detroit Pistons. They've had a young prospect that seems like the the optimal pickup for the the Toronto Raptors team, considering the direction we've been going. And it's Sekou Dumbuya. No uh, Charles Barkley name pronunciation there. We we emphatically practiced the phonetic pronunciation prior to this podcast, but Riker, but. Uh, a Detroit Pistons blog said that the Toronto Raptors would be a perfect fit to sort of pick up uh, Sekou. The The Pistons, they have a large roster right now. And after bringing in Cade, having a few young guys, Sadiq Bey, Isaiah Stewart on their roster, they might want to look to bring in a veteran or two. So the Toronto Raptors obviously were, were brought up as a potential fit, considering you're going to break down his intangibles, his size and length. So break it down, why Sekou would be a cool fit for the Toronto Raptors right here but first Ben but first you said
1: no Charles Barkley but you mispronounced Detroit i know people love exactly. to flame us before you said the hard Jonas d it's detroit so Seku Dembuya Dembuya will probably still get somebody correct us <laughs> in this one but basically what happened was the Detroit Pistons they picked up Hamadou Diallo they they yeah. gave him a two year offer that was their 16th roster spot so now guys like Seku Debouya and Jaleel Okafor, among probably others, are outside of outside of their ability to re-sign, which yeah. leaves them in that open market for the Raptors to come and snatch up. And he's drawn Pascal Siakam comparisons. He's six foot eight, two hundred and thirty pounds, another guy that really built a career on athleticism, running the court, motor. He never did. Anything crazy in his first two years in the NBA, about five points per game, 23% shooting from the three. So stats very comparable to first season Pascal Siakam. And he came over from France. He was drafted 15th overall in 2019. So obviously scouts saw some promise in this guy. Ben, my question to you is, we have Achua. We have Kem Birch. We have Pascal Siakam, who will be returning from injury at some point. Scotty Burns, Utah Watanabe. Maybe a mid-season train for Mo- trade for Moses Brown. Moses Brown and Dwight Powell. Do we need another forward at this point?
0: Well, Riker, there's, the Toronto Raptors, if we've learned one thing from this offseason is you cannot have too many 6'8", six, 6'9", six, guys with long arms that are very raw, that can play defense and can play in the, in the Raptors 9.05 for the next couple seasons to just become beasts. In the the coming years, and as you brought up, has a really interesting story coming into the league as many Toronto Raptors players do, and you know has drawn Pascal Siakam comparisons and. Bringing him in to a Toronto Raptors development staff uh, to, to work alongside the Toronto Raptors development staff could be a perfect fit to re- him really to grow and develop on this squad because even though the Pistons, they're one of the, the lesser teams in the NBA right now, at least in terms of record, and probably don't project to be a top team in the Eastern Conference, even though I think they're going to be much improved with the additions of Cade Cunningham, the development of Sadiq Bey Stewart, as I mentioned, and bringing in guys like Kelly Olynyk and different players, which could elevate the team a little bit they brought him one other veteran that I, I'm slipping my mind right now but the Pistons they might be okay they might be uh this that or whatnot but for them to be able to trade if they're trading away Seku to bring him into the Toronto Raptors it just makes sense Right, that he's not going to get those minutes there on Detroit, even if he does get brought back there. They might potentially want to get a veteran alongside of Kate Cunningham, because we all know in the modern NBA, Riker, you want to be as good as possible when you have young sort of superstars, because obviously guys like Zion Williamson in their second year are rumored to be making trade demands right away if the team isn't performing optimally. So bringing him in to To develop alongside our young, young core, right? The Delano Bantons, the the David Johnsons who we picked up in the second round, the Scotty Barnes. OG's still a young guy, even though he's a he's a core piece right now. And just have him grow with our crop of of young guys, whether it be the nine zero five or the the team. I mean, they even mentioned in the I'm pressing the wrong buttons here. The what did they say? Oh, I'm. Earlier in the article, I don't think I have it in the screenshot, they say the Toronto Raptors are the development house for uh, in the Eastern Conference, so it just makes sense for the Raptors in terms of fit, in terms of this. Now, he's not much of a shooter, Riker, but there are other promising aspects to his game. The other promising
1: aspects, Ben, this was a perfect segue. Other promising aspects, length, Mm -hmm. supreme athleticism, which it's never really translated to success yet if you look at his French League stats they're very similar to his NBA stats but this dude's 20 years old right he has the you know ball handling it's kind of there athleticism is there length is there his ability to guard bigs and what we've seen the Raptors development staff be able to do is turn horrific shooters into average shooters and Mm -hmm. you made the point Any long guy, any long athletic guy that can at least have good touch around the basket, hit a mid-range jumper, hit a wide-open non-contested three, those are valuable for the Toronto Raptors because what it could ultimately do is facilitate the pick and roll a little bit better, take pressure off of our playmaking scorers like Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam. I think it's a little bit much to expect a guy like – I'm trying to remember. I have to go back to the phonetic pronunciation or else.
0: Dumbuya.
1: Dumbuya. It's, it's probably a big ask for this guy to come in if the Raptors are interested to come in and be a roster player. But yeah. he could go play on the 905, do a year or two, very similar to what a lot of our core players now have done and develop up, which is ultimately not a net loss if you have a guy that was a 15th overall draft pick only two years ago and is only 21 years of age
0: yeah exactly and that's the reasons you potentially bring him in but still he's under contract for the for the detroit pistons taking up one of those roster spots what do you think a trade if we had to cook up a little trade machine here Riker would the Pistons be interested in a in a Drogic, you know, that deal potentially going out, getting a veteran in there. I know they have Killian Hayes and Kate Cunningham on that roster now, and I feel like I'm missing, I'm missing a veteran that they picked up. Maybe it was Trey Lyles, I believe. I don't know. I don't believe they re-signed Corey Joseph, but...
1: No, I don't think they did either. I get, and the payrolls are all messed up right now because they're yeah. not updated, but I don't see a trade, like a big-name trade. I could maybe mm-hmm. see some, like a second-round pick or just okay. something... You know, maybe we flip Matt Thomas's trade pick or we flip uh, Terrence Davis Jr.'s second round pick. Something like that. Just something non-blockbuster, hardly noteworthy happening behind the scenes to bring in a guy that, again, you could develop up. I I don't see us flipping a $17 million guy just so we could bring in Sekou Dumbuya.
0: Dumbuya. Man, we we need this guy solely for the segments we could create with the booyah at the at the end of it there. But Riker, there was points throughout his rookie season I remember explicitly where he he showed promise of a guy that was raring to break out. Right. His ability to crash the rim, to, to guard, to play defense, to do all these things. Twain Casey made that rotation a little bit the first year. However, the second season with uh, the Detroit Pistons didn't really take that step a lot of people were expecting. So maybe that's a little bit of a, a red flag. However, we just brought in a guy like Isaac Bonga who follows that same sort of timeline. Who would you like to see this guy maybe edge out on this roster if we were to bring him in? Cuz I guess that's the real question right now. Obviously, we just we have we just signed Champagny to a two-way contract. Utah has stepped up to the actual roster right now. We have two second round picks who look like they're, you know, we're hoping David Johnson's ready to go. And honestly, Delano Banton looked more ready to go than than Johnson there in summer league. Just, uh, just from the eye test and the stats going out, but you know he's even said himself that he's more of a, a year-long project. Ishmael right? he's rearing to be a, a rotation piece for this Toronto Raptors team. Who would he sort of edge out on the the deep end of the roster, or you know, because the Raptors do have some extra roster space. I think he'd he'd overtake a uh, Freddie Gillespie or one of those types of guys at the end of the bench.
1: Yeah, he'd overtake a Freddie Gillespie, probably mm-hmm. a Bonga, even though they're technically different positions. Bonga is yeah. listed as point guard small forward, whereas uh, Dumbuya is true, sort of power forward, and maybe you could slip him back to the small forward. But we have a ton of guys that are really low skill athleticism and potential based. So it's hard to say he deserves to edge out anybody else. A lot of these guys are development projects, so you got to give him a little bit of a run and see what happens but I'd mostly be looking at this guy for his upside his potential ceiling you put him through the 905 and if he shows that he can work on his ball handling or his finishing his shooting maybe you let him play those garbage garbage minutes and work his way up
0: yeah definitely a guy that we can develop I don't think we have to dive too too much into it because it seems like it's the same story with all the people rumored around the Toronto Raptors this entire offseason because we have a direction, we have a core, and that's the good thing about the Toronto Raptors right now. Even if we're not getting that superstar-esque player in this year's free agency at least, we at least are doing something that could potentially pay off in the long run to build that championship-caliber team from within. So, I like Masai Jerry's path, I like the direction, I like that we're rumored for more and more of these players, not just... Someone completely random going to the squad. I know people would be saying and have been saying in the comment section, they want a true seven-footer in the next at least deep bench guy that we, we pick up. And I get where they're coming from, but potentially Moses Brown could be that guy. But we're going to be breaking down all the sort of rumors, every little thing that's happened over Raptors land. We want to hear your takes on a potential trade scenarios. So let us know in the comment section below if you'd like to see Dembuya. Or, yeah, did I say that? Sekou Dembuya.
1: Dembuya. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? It, we'll get corrected, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> yep. You know, we gotta we gotta gotta say emphatically at least if you're messing it up. But you're the best to make this far. Check out the Instagram, the TikTok, all that cool stuff. Riker, you have any last words on these trade rumors happening right now? Dumbuya.
1: <laughs> Cheers.